Are you constantly getting to the end of your day before the end of your to-do? Is it even possible to meet all your daily demands? Do you just want to know how to make it work when life has you down? Hi, I'm Anne, your host of She Copes with Hope. In this podcast, my mission is to guide you to be guided by the Holy Spirit to prioritize your days God's way. I help Christian women cope with hope while living with chronic illness. Take heart, daughter of the King. He knows you by name, and you are the apple of his eye. If you are ready to finally live your days with control and peace, even when you don't feel well, I invite you to trust God to show you his plans for you so you are fulfilled and rested. Control what you can. Lament what you can't, and refresh your soul. In episode 6, I said I would talk more about Bible study in the future, and today is that day. This is still a basic overview, but definitely a little more in-depth than the mention I gave it before. I get so excited about foundations because they give us solid beginnings. So, here we go. Number 1. The Bible is one story from beginning to end. It is about God creating, connecting, and reconciling. As Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, He has provided a way to redeem our broken fellowship with Him here and now and forever. Number two, the Bible is a collection of genres. Within the Old Testament is... Genesis through Deuteronomy, the book of the law, which Jesus came to fulfill. Joshua through Esther is historical narrative. Job, Proverbs, and Ecclesiastes are books of wisdom. Psalms, Lamentations, and Song of Songs or Song of Solomon are books of poetry. Finishing out the Old Testament are the four major and twelve minor prophets, which are books of prophecy, right? (laughs) Within the New Testament, Matthew through John are the Gospels, the witness and testimony of the disciples, also considered the biography of Jesus. The book of Acts is the history of the beginning of the church. Romans through Philemon are actually letters to the churches written by Paul. Hebrews is debated whether it is written by Paul or Luke or some other unknown author. Then James through Jude are letters written by the namesake of each letter. Revelation, written by John, is the New Testament prophecy. Jesus is coming again. Satan will be thrown into the lake of fire. Evil will be no more. Oh, what a day that will be. Number three, one Bible study tool I use is a concordance. Hebrew and Greek word research available per version of the Bible. So you can look up the root word meanings in Hebrew for Old Testament and Greek for New Testament to help your understanding. I have the same one I started with many years ago. Strong's Exhaustive Concordance for King James Version. If I read the verse in other versions of the Bible, I can look up the verse in King James and find the word used there to dig into the original language. It all ends up in the same place. 
This is really fun for a word study. For example, <laughs> our English language has one word for love, but the Bible has multiple words for love. This is why we say we love our husband and kids and we love pizza using the same word. But the original language of the Bible specifies more clearly using different words for each type of love. So cool. Number four, commentaries offer explanations by people whose jobs are to study the Bible, its passages section by section. I use hardcover copies of Moody and Believer's Bible commentaries. I like how these two tell the most common thoughts around meanings of Bible verses and why they lean one way or the other. Enduring Word Online has also been a very reliable resource for me through the years. So that's something you can jump onto and get started right away without having to wait for a book to come in the mail. Number five, a few samples of what the Bible says about itself. God himself inspired the authors to write what they did. 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17. Next, the scriptures are living and active. Hebrews 4.12. The scripture is light to our path. Psalm 119.105. God's word stands forever. Isaiah 40 verse 8. God's word will not return empty. Isaiah 55.11. God's word is eternal. 1 Peter 1.25. And the Bible helps us to not sin. Psalm 119.11. These are why I said it is not a stodgy old book from days gone by, but very relevant to our days today. This matters very much when we have struggles and need hope, doesn't it? Remember, keep it simple. Also from episode six, don't get hung up on what you don't understand. We are accountable to live out the parts we do understand. Look up Psalm 119 verse 130. Plus, there's several other verses that talk about teaching to children. So clearly, it isn't as hard as we adults make it. <laughs> Number six, Isaiah 55 verse 10 through 11 inspires me to pray scripture prayers. I'll share it here from the English Standard Version. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. Borrowing God's words helps me focus on what he wants and align with that. Number seven, the end of Revelation 5.8 refers to, quote, golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints, end quote, presented to the Lamb of God. How beautiful is that? Okay, let's wrap up today with three questions that I came up with to use on any section of scripture for deeper thought within 
the She Copes with Hope theme. Number one, what from this passage shows us what to prioritize? Number two, what is there to lament? And number three, what does this passage say about God as creator? So give those a try the next time you read and see if the portion you're reading answers any of these three questions. Let's pray. Creator God, we come to you in Jesus' name. We praise you for the way you spoke into the lives of the people to write the Bible for us to learn and enjoy. Thank you that you shared your word with us to help us know you and what you have planned for our best lives here and now. Help us do what we understand when we read it, Lord, and not just be hearers only. Guide us in your truth and teach us, for you are God, our Savior, and our hope is in you all day long. Amen. Let's walk through life together here on She Copes with Hope. If you have any questions about having hope while living with chronic illness, I invite you to email me at ann at shecopeswithhope.com. That's A-N-N at sign shecopeswithhope.com. I would love to hear from you. Hugs. Until next time.